0: And welcome back to another episode of the Good Podcast. Today, we're back with more quick bites, which is some of your questions that you want us to answer. So, we've got three today, they cover different topics, and we're just going to jump straight in. Okay, first quick bite
1: is porridge a good breakfast? It can be,
0: but yeah. you said exactly
1: what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it can be so. It depends what the rest of your diet looks like for sure but then that applies to absolutely everything you eat mm-hmm. is steak good well it depends what else you're eating so are oats good uh, they're not bad yes. so do they have the nutritional density of eggs and asparagus no but are they nice and quick and a bit of a no-brainer first thing in the morning yeah mm-hmm. and they have no real massive negative points other than maybe just watch how much bigger your portion gets over time <laughs> it just aches up a little bit yeah, yeah. i actually top tip <laughs> i use a little mug small mug when i say mug it's not like mug but it really it could be quite easily it's just it's a small mug and I, that's what i measure my oats into and then that goes into it oh nice so it's consistently yeah, the same so, size because cons- it was happening it's getting bigger, it's getting bigger. <laughs> you do that with a peanut butter. I yeah. might put peanut butter on top, but that happens. And then that serving size, like, I would say, if, like, that was like one of the best diet tips is actually use the serving sizes on everything that you eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure, like, cereals, like, 30 grams or something on cereal, which is which like is nothing, it's, by it's, the way. It's like in the palm of your hand. Not it's worth like, it? It's a tiny amount. No. Um, yeah, what do you put on your porridge? I put peanut butter and banana
0: on my porridge. Yeah. Um, but i will always have if say i'm having it for breakfast i notice a difference if i have porridge versus something like eggs and bacon mm-hmm. or you know potatoes or something yeah. i feel more i have more cravings out of the day if i just have porridge on its own mm-hmm. so like basically just carbs there's like trace protein um but i know what a lot of people do and this is like would be my answer is porridge can be good if you then paired it with something like of protein like high protein or a bit of like you know fruit in there so if you put a protein shake into your porridge it's quite gross I don't know why people would do that but it seems to be the popular thing Um, it's good but you can also just have the porridge and then like a protein yogurt or eggs have two
1: eggs. I love how much more complicated Beck makes that than just putting the protein powder <laughs> in the oats because it grosses her out. With so... 90% of people, guys, for what it's worth, just put the protein powder in your oats.
0: It ruins it so much for me. <laughs> I would rather just chug the protein shake. on my oats.
1: I do have a be careful top tip here. Um because I can't have dairy. I have to have vegan protein and vegan protein and porridge turns into cement. Yay. Yeah
0: it really does it's,
1: it's not good yeah. it's not good whereas whey protein mixes in much better with the it's,
0: it's, yeah more blendable yeah
1: the other one is uh, overnight oats as well
0: oh yes and people will put like a like skier yogurt very high protein and yeah. um, put that use that instead of milk basically um yeah great shout so it can be a good breakfast it can yeah. be a good meal at any time of day i guess if you're pairing it with the right things because essentially it's not super processed but it's not also unprocessed. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's not really processed; it's just crushed. I've like, never shown
0: that one before. That's <laughs> 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 not.
1: Really it's really definitely good. not coming out the ground looking like that, <laughs> no. you know. But then, you know, neither does your steak come out of the field True. looking the way it does. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: We digress, We digress. So it can be, depending on what you pair it with. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Cool. Next one. What are your thoughts on fasting?
1: That's actually probably a fairly big subject. <laughs> um, so, because there's a lot of it depends, you know, is somebody doing it from a fully informed point of view, why are they doing it, what type of fasting are they doing, what are they hoping to achieve, like there's there's so many maybes and caveats in there, uh, like my, my bottom line is, I, I think it has an, app, well no it does have an application, um but there is so much that is on it depends why you're doing it how you want to do it like where you think you're going with that and so on and so forth so if done well then fine like what do i even mean by that though like because you could fast for like a whole day or Mm -hmm. a couple of days or even more and if you understand fully like what you're doing and why you're doing it and how to come out of the fast then maybe it could be worth doing though certainly I think I know, if anybody knows the correct I'll, I'll go home and giggle this because I, I hate getting things like this wrong but I think it was Socrates wouldn't accept anybody into his school unless they'd done a 40-day fast because some really it's a slight slight subject but this is fascinating there's some really interesting effects that can happen to your cognitive function when you fast for a really long period of time came across this like when people were in concentration camps and prisoner war camps and they were undernourished or, or fasted for long periods of time and they develop this isn't necessarily across the board but there was reports of people developing like the ability to like learn languages like like magic and develop like mathematical skills that they didn't have before and so, so that's fairly well known that's that's uh, um especially like the socrates school thing so you, you know why are you doing it what do you want to achieve from it like where do you think it's going do you know how to do it properly you know yeah. do you, do, can you fit it into your life
0: what do you think the problems of fasting are like the negatives or why somebody wouldn't do
1: it um i think most people most people going into it are probably doing it for weight loss reasons
0: yeah (laughs) definitely
1: (laughs) why else would you willingly put yourself through that (laughs) right so if if you're doing it for weight loss reasons then like it's not going to have like a long-term benefit Mm. to you 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 you're barking up the wrong tree, you're looking for a quick fix, you're looking for like a, a magic solution that doesn't exist. The magic solution is do something consistently over a long period of time, don't do like one weekend fast, once. Uh-huh. You Because know, all you're doing in that case is you're just cutting out calories of that weekend and then you're probably just going back to normal and pr- you've probably made those calories back up during the following weekend.
0: Yeah that's that's exactly what I was going to say is yeah you could eat the 500 calories but then the next time you just you increase your likelihood of just bending you know when you starve yourself like that yeah. but I've also heard partly it's good for your digestive tract like giving your body like a rest from eating Um. but again that just comes back to what you've said depends why you're doing it um, and for probably I'm going to assume why they've asked that is for weight loss like yeah. it would be for most people. I doubt um, it was
1: to learn about Socrates.
0: Improve <laughs> <laughs> cognitive <common> function. <laughs> yeah. So overall, as a weight loss tool. Nah.
1: Yeah, uh, like intermittent fastings, maybe a different thing, different subject. Um, yeah. It possibly has applications it's fairly well studied in men not so well studied. I'd have to double check with women. Well, no, I know it's not so well studied because nothing's as well studied. I was just going to say that was a surprise. (laughs) But I'm not sure there's any, been any specific female studies on intermittent fasting. And the sort of word on the fitness straight is that women don't do so well with it, or it's not as good for them and doesn't have the same sort of benefits that men might experience from it. Um, But that is not coming from studies, that's coming from know, sort of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So if, so if intermittent fasting is done correctly, I hesitated there because I just generally it just doesn't get done well. Yeah,
0: it's so hard to do well. Yeah,
1: really what most people are doing with that is they're just trying to reduce the amount of time in the day through which they can eat so that they eat less, but you'd be amazed how easy it is to eat 300 3, calories. In the space of just a few hours if you felt like you had to mm-hmm. like people would do it quite easily really easily and maybe mistakenly actually consume over consume calories because they think well if they only eat for those four hours in the day then you know how much can they really eat a lot trust me you could eat a lot yeah okay that's our answer
0: so maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah depends okay last one would you give to someone who hates exercise? I feel so much dread when I think of doing it. I don't understand people who love it. Go. Yeah. Okay. What exercise are you doing? My top. Um don't do anything that fills you with dread. And I'm gonna stick with that because I know there's also that do things that are hard for yourself, um, because so it's good to push your you know mental capa- you know capabilities. Um but something that really like it's ruining your day at the thought of doing it and i i do remember feeling that about certain things like forms of exercise um but like if you hate if you think of exercise like going to the gym lifting weights and then doing like cardio and it really fills you with that much dread, just find something else like honestly find a sport find a class people have a very like narrow view i think of what they think exercise is and it just doesn't have to be that Hill walking, um, classes, sports teams. There's a million different ways. Just you need to get it out of your head that exercising is like hit and cardio and running because it doesn't have to be.
1: I think um, yes, absolutely. I mean, I think that's the number one answer. I think there's also a really common mistake when people start exercising that they think it needs to be of a certain intensity.
0: Yes, walking. Well,
1: you know so they're thinking go to the gym oh my god i can't stand the thought of going to the gym i'm gonna to have to work so hard and I'm, it's like it's gonna make me feel sick and now uh, like i'm gonna feel like oh uh, you know and they've got all these like sort of preconceived ideas about what it has to be so it's like i always use the 5k example like <laughs> over the years of being like in this industry i've lost count of the times that the number of times that people have came to me and said that they want to run a 5k and i'm like great um how far do you walk at the moment mm-hmm. you know like there's such a big like set up for failure there if somebody just goes right i'm gonna go out on sunday and i'm gonna run 5k and they've not realized that they do less than three thousand steps a day but they want to go and run 5k 5k is going a long way mm-hmm. like i think it sounds so sort of like obtainable and it is it is but not without a little bit of background <laughs> behind it. You know, so you would start off with walk a kilometre, you know, or go out and walk for ten minutes, or you know, build, 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 build over time. Um, and that same goes for in a gym or doing a sport. You know, don't think it has to look a certain way for it to be worth doing.
0: You're so right. That's like when we repeat or we coach. You you never give a beginner something ridiculously hard to do because they're just scarred in for life. Why would they come back and why yeah. would they let start do that? with
1: clean and jerk. <laughs> <You> know, right. <laughs> oh <my God.
0: laughs> but that's the same principle. It's like not overdoing to the point where you absolutely hate it. Yeah. And it's still so valid coming and not needing because I think you also, after you've done it for a while, you build up the capacity to
1: be able to push yourself like that and it not like, you know, scar you forever. Yeah. Allow your self time to build your confidence in the thing that you're doing and allow yourself time to maybe even enjoy the thing that you once feared like the fear of expectation that you've put on yourself the expectation that it has to be you know a 5k row or run or you have to do 10,000 or you've got this gym program that you downloaded off the internet and you're like yeah i'll do that like just step back a little bit and be reasonable with yourself how much have you done in the last year Mm. See if it's zero, then don't start at 10, like, start at 1, and in those cases, anything is better than nothing. And see when people are like, yeah, it's not even worth doing, no it is, it is, if your first thing that you manage to do is walk to the end of your driveway and back, that is better than nothing, because it's better than what you were doing before.
0: Absolutely. Nice. Okay, well, that ends the quick bites. Cool, good questions. Uh, Thank you guys so much for asking them. If you've got anything that you want us to cover in another episode, send them our way. And please make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. It really helps us out. And we shall catch you in the next episode uh, next week. Same time.
1: See you.